awesome. Guys, <laughs> thanks a lot everyone for hanging out. Hey, we are only three minutes late, and considering that was one hell of a mission. Uh, if you're just joining us for the very first time, you have found the Nominal Trust K101 podcast, and I just wanted to say, tonight the show is all about kink. It's going to be for you new people, it's going to be for you swingers. Um, we're going to talk about our deep dive on Nadia Bacotti's uh, 13 Facts About BDSM. This is the second part of our series on that. We started the first part of it two weeks ago. If you check the video description, you'll find the links. And then after we're done doing that, we're going to try and figure out why the fuck Hollywood cannot get this whole BDSM community right. They misrepresent us in movies. Porn doesn't even get it right. So we're going to dig into that after we're done going through the 13 facts. And we're going to do it right now. K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. Hanging out with the K101 podcast. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time, make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you go ahead and hit that notification bell too so you don't miss any content. So when we have glitches, I mean, hey, it's live. When we do the live show, this is what you get. Sometimes we have to run a little late. Sometimes we run a little early. So it's always good to have that notification bell hit so you can make sure that you catch up with us. Sometimes. Sometimes. Don't. Time flies. Time flies. Oh, you're such an ass. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> guys, we're going to take care of the, uh, if, you, if you were here two weeks ago, we talked about Nadia Bacotti. Uh She has a 13 Facts About BDSM uh, video. We're going to dive right into that after we get through the people in studio in the seat to my right. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trust. You can catch up with me on Twitter. Actually, if you look in the video description, you can catch everybody's Twitter handles. Um, unfortunately, Nominella Trust, my wife, Envy, cannot be here tonight, but that's okay, because I still got a hottie next to me. Collard Freedom is with us. How are you doing, dear? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. The best part, nobody can see the best part of your outfit, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Especially with short girls. Yeah, yeah. right? You have to stand on the chair, because... <laughs> Uh, College Freedom is wearing some kick-ass stockings, so I'm hoping uh, Chapin will, at one point, make sure she gets you know gets gets some photographs of that. We'll get them up on the website. Overriding Randy Andy is Wall Street. How are you doing, brother? Yellow snow cones aren't banana flavored. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you notice? <laughs> I'm guessing someone gave him the. I'm thinking tip. this is a vacation story. Over in the penis gallery, we have Gigi. That's it right now. In his house. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> Overrunning our interactive chat tonight and manning the phone lines and manning the Skype lines is Chapin. Hi, everyone. Hey. Um, if you, This is a live show, guys, so make sure you call in. We encourage uh, audience participation. 717-925-0603. If you use the phone when you call in, Sal will have you muted and uh, Chapin will let me know and I will bring you in and ask you what name you want. If you're using Skype, you can add Mr. Period Space NVT, nominal interest, NVT, to your contact lists or you can add NVTrist at gmail.com 
when you call in on the audio there, Chapin will be able to chat with you and let you know when we're going to bring you in. Running tonight's video board and solver of all problems extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. Veritas is you, running the video tonight. How you doing? And our executive producer, Sal, is running the board. I'm on my knees for this one. Shit. <laughs> so, guys, we went um, last week or two weeks ago. We talked about Nadia Bacotti's 13 facts about BDSM that everybody needs to know. And I want to dive right into it. So, you know, stay tuned. We also have some great, um, we have a great announcement. There are a couple great announcements that we're going to get to at the uh, end of the show tonight. But I wanted to dive right in so we don't get behind schedule. <laughs> More than we already are. More than we already are. <laughs> Fuck it, was, it. It wasn't that bad. Actually. Hey, two week last live show, we were 25 minutes. Now we're three. That's progress. Yeah, we're down, we're down three. That's a lot that's better. Improvement. At this rate, we'll be doing, you know, Wednesday show on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to find this. Now. <laughs> we're now. You now. want this one? There you go. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. That would have helped. That would have helped. You mean those papers right there? Yeah. Um, if you guys were here two weeks ago, we covered items one through three in the video already, which was uh, Fifty Shades. Isn't you're you're lucky I watched this in the car ten minutes ago. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, he does the same thing. I, I got you yeah, beat. I was um, Chopra. Yeah, I, I do. Hey, he gives me homework, and I do it like a good submissive. Um yeah, Fifty Shades of Misinformation, uh, BDSM as a community, and uh, lots of lingo. Lots of lingo. Thank lots you. of lingo. Lots yeah. of lingo. So uh, the first, the next, the the first one that we're going to cover tonight, which is item number four on her list, is there is lots of pre and post care when it comes to being in the BDSM community. Um, having two submissives on the table on the panel. God damn! Giddy up, right? My fly would, would you say? Would you say there's <laughs> oh, a lot of it? I think it needs to be down. Was there a lot of it? Significant. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. As, as I mentioned, I actually was watching the. I did watch the video two weeks ago, but I watched it again about ten minutes ago. And I was thinking about uh, when when Doll and I um, uh, seen. We don't do a whole lot of pre care per se, but we also talk to each other literally every day. So right. it may not be right before the scene, but at least the day of, if not a couple days before, we do our standard negotiations. What are you looking for? So on and so forth. And aftercare, post-care, incredibly crucial. I need my Reese's peanut butter cups because I'm not going to be happy if I don't have my Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> that, that's part of your post-care. Yes, yeah. chocolate and peanut butter is part of my post-care. That's the deal we struck. Veritas, are you taking notes? She, she, gets to, <laughs> she gets to smack me around and I get chocolate and peanut butter. She's saying closer. Closer? Closer. Oh, I thought I had to drink. You got to put that thing in your mouth. I got to put that I'm good at that. <laughs> so, um... One of the things I think is a kind of a misnomer, though, is we, we talk about, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I think she's absolutely right. There is a lot of pre-care. There is a lot of post-care. But don't assume your partner needs a lot of pre-care or post-care. Yes. Um, because Envy does not. Um, uh, she'll get her touches and she'll have cuddles. But as far as, you know, having a lot of sub-drop or those sort she doesn't get that a lot. And as far as pre-care, I tap her on the shoulder and say, hey. Pay attention. Stop chasing me. The pre-care is, uh, you have about four hours. Be ready. <laughs> now, see, I disagree with that. And I think um, what Wall Street said, too, is that you kind of classify pre-care as the conversations that people have, you know, your your dynamic that's already in mm -hmm. place. Um, I think given how much communication a lot of people in this lifestyle participate in, I would kind of call that pre-care. I think there's a lot more maintenance of a relationship that goes into BDSM relationships okay. than I think um, traditional vanilla relationships expect. Now, would, would you say that that's just 
that's maintenance or is that just clear communication? I like I mean, how you I, say I, maintenance like it's work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Do your fucking job. I'm communicating with Envy on a regular basis. I, I don't. I don't consider that work. I don't think it's. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't qualify it as pre-care because I don't. I don't have an issue getting to that point. It's just you know, she's when I'm ready. My lovely wife, submissive, she accommodates. And then when she's when we're done. If it was one of those times where she wasn't in the mood, but she just wanted to please her sir, I absolutely take an extra. I take extra time to make sure that she's taken care of, and she feels good, and she feels safe, and she feels loved and secure, and all that. But on the days where she initiates, and she's feeling randy, and she's like, "Hey, I, I have my purple toy in the public, and we go play." <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done having that, do you need cuddles? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Go to sleep. I'm good. <laughs> Well, it's um, like so many things I, I that we say. A, every instance is different, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it, and and by maintenance, I think what what pretty uh, pretty tied up. Whatever, close enough boobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boobs, vagina, boobies. Gray hair. Yeah, there we go. Pretty tied up's doing the gray hair thing. She actually looks good. I know she's saying. rocking it. I didn't know um, she's doing the gray hair thing. Yeah. yeah. She, well, it, it's she's dyed her hair the entire length of our relationship, so right. she's just stopped dying. She's it, just, so just she's not doing it anymore. Yeah. Right. Anyway, long story short, so. Um, it comes to every submissive is going to be different, and I think the relationship uh, changes and evolves over time. Yeah, I, I, I think that was my point. It was just because, look, if you're new, yes, you're going to find a lot of pre and post care, and you should be looking for pre and post care, especially if that's what you need. But if you're new, particularly if you're a new dom, and you're playing with an experienced sub, you might try to insist on yeah pre or right. post care, yeah. and they'll be like, Get away, I'm good. And even I, when you're new, there might be times that you again, don't particularly need pre or post care. Right. I, 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 think it's, it's, I think it's important to make sure that the communication's there because yeah. if you have yeah. the communication, you're not going to run into this problem. Mm-hmm. The, the first couple times Doll and I seen, I needed a lot of uh, cuddles and touching. Mm-hmm. And now it's to the point where it's like, okay, kiss on the forehead, give me my peanut butter and chocolate and leave me alone. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, go away. So, funny story, like, the very first time we went to Saints and Sinners, it was their BDSM night. Mm-hmm. And um, Saints and Sinners, for those who have not heard of it before, I know we all have, but those in the listening audience, it's We're primarily new. a oh, we, we have a lot of new people. And by the way, thanks a lot. If you are new, hashtag new in the comments. Um, if you're in the chat, hashtag new in the chat. But if you're hashtag new in the comments, that's great, too. If you'd like to meet me for coffee, hashtag coffee. We'll, we'll cook up. <laughs> we, got, we got a sign-up sheet. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> There is a sign-up sheet. Sheet. Hashtag and sign up comes sheet. the sign. All right. <laughs> I like the new one. That's a good one. We'll make sure we put that on. We'll put that on camera when we go to break. Go All right. So, um, for those not familiar with Saints and Summer, similar to, similar to the Corral and the fact that it's primarily a swing club, but they do do BDSM nights. And um, Doll and I had just finished scening in one of the common rooms, and uh, I went to go lie down and have my chocolate and peanut butter, and she had to go run off, because there were other people there she had right. scenes with, because if anyone's ever known you go to a party, it's like a dance card, you get that thing filled out ahead of time. And I'm, I'm lying there uh, on a bench, uh, draped over, a blanket draped over me, just kind of looking, literally looking half dead, and <laughs> this one woman comes over to me, very, very sheepishly, like, boop. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, she's like, I, I, I know I'm not supposed to touch you, but are you, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, go away. Don't touch me again. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I won't report you this yeah, time. Don't but touch it, me. It, it, yeah. From the outside in, it looked kind of like, oh my god, does he need medical help? But no, that's just that's how it is. I just need give me my give me my chocolate, give me my blanket, and come yeah. come back and check on me in ten minutes. I'll be yeah. fine. I almost I almost had all been sitting there touching you or laying next to you. you probably it, yeah, they poked. wouldn't have come over. But yeah. she, she was, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I literally almost fall asleep. That's it's 
Well, I mean, it is physically exhausting. You get tied up to that thing, get raked over the coals for half an hour, and see how you feel, you know? Right? <laughs> yes, please! <laughs> speaking, speaking of pre- and post-career, there, there's one person in particular I'm thinking of off the top of my head. I, I don't know this person's name. They, semp, they, they do complete sensory deprivation. Blindfold on, put the AirPod, or like put the hearing protection on, yeah. and then they just kind of strip down and lay out on the table. Mm-hmm. At a club, and they wait for someone to come up and touch them, or spank them, or we saw that at the corral. We did. We saw yeah, that at the that corral. Kind of cool. And I, I was like, wow. Ooh. I don't think I could do that. That's I don't think I could either. That's yeah. balls deep, badass right yeah. there. Because yeah. I ain't doing that shit. That's strong. <laughs> yeah, we we Go talked ahead. about this on a previous show. I, in order for someone to top me, I, I've got to have a strong emotional connection. I just can't have like strangers come up and touch me. That's just right you know, outside my comfort zone. No, thank you. We do have two people in the chat. Brand new. Ooh. Ooh. Go ahead. We do have two new nope, people. Still in the don't chat. got her. Go ahead. We have two new people in the chat. Two new people in we the have, chat. Uh, Kamikaze Tom and Glenn Games 360. Welcome to the show. Hey, doing Glenn Games 316 and Kamikaze Tom. Good to have you guys both with us. If you have questions, don't hesitate. You have comments, go ahead and chime them up in the chat, and we will make sure that we address them accordingly. All right. Um, while we're still on the while we're still on the subject of the corral. Yes. Um. I wanted to say, make sure if you haven't made plans already and you're interested in meeting the K101 podcast, on June 29th, we do the, we're actually doing a remote. We're going to record the podcast at the Corral. It's going to be a blast. And the Corral is opening their doors early for us. Uh, we're going to start recording the show at 530 in the afternoon, uh, right on the tail end of their pool party, but before they open the club up for standard members. If you come in and mention that you are with date night when you make your reservation, you have to do this when you're making your reservations. Uh, tell them that you're with date night when you make your reservations. <coughs> They're going to waive your annual membership fee. If I may, yeah. um, to make your reservations, you need to call yes. prior to. Yes, you need yes. to call. Don't before. make that mistake of just showing up. Yeah, do not just show up at a private membership club without a membership. You will not get in. You won't get past the gate. They will give you a number, which you will present at the gate. Right. And they will let you through the and gate. And then you get through. But you, when you make the reservation, tell them that you are with Date Night and the K101 podcast. And you won't have to pay your annual membership fee. You'll just end up paying the club fees for that day, and you will have a membership for the entire year, courtesy us and the corral. So that's good to go. Yeah. He needs you to give that a tap. They'll also frisk you, but you have to pay extra for that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have two new, get two more people time. in the chat. Two, two more we are multiplying. Yes, we are. We have a kinky kitten, and we have a big hell built. Big, Big Head, head Bill, Bill D. Big Head Bill D. Hi, Kinky Kitten. I appreciated chatting with you today on uh, Fat Life. I'm glad that you found our podcast, and I hope you're having fun so far. Thanks a lot for joining us. Big Head Bill D., we took your advice, and unfortunately, Envy's not here to go over this with me, so while I have everybody here, we went to a club this past weekend. The owners at TPA uh, reached out to us on Big Head Bill D.'s suggestion um, between Big Head Bill D. and Sin. Um they got us in touch with the owners. Envy and I went out. We were invited to the pool party, and we were invited to stay for the club. And we had a great time. A great time. It's very different from the corral. But it's just as much fun. And it's they're completely different experiences. So um, we're going to actually do a full review when Envy is back uh, for the July 3rd show. We'll do a full review on TPA, which is uh, the private affair. So for those of us not familiar, where is TPA located? TPA is uh, Rising Sun Port Deposit. It's actually Port Deposit. Oh, I, I know nothing of what that means. 
Uh, Maryland. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's I'm good at literally, states. Okay. It's literally states. <laughs> 25 minutes from our place. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's wow. real close to my house. It's probably next to my... Uh, never mind. Did you make a liquor run while you were down there? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. <laughs> the, Eastbound the, the, down, the, the, loaded uh, up had, and trucking. We, we had a great time at TPA. Um, and, and I don't want to give too much away because, like I said, we're going to do the full review on, on the July 3rd show. But uh, it, it was the first time we'd gone to a pool party. And, you know, when you when you go to a club, they give you the, you know, there's the whole, you have this strict dress code that has to be enforced. And, and you, you, know, you, have, you, know, you have to go by the dress code. They didn't tell us that there's a three-hour break between the end of the pool party and the beginning of the actual doors opening. Three hours. Yeah, because they, well, they don't. But Corral opens at seven. Yep. TPA doesn't open until eight. Oh wow. Hmm. So and then the pool party closed at five. So from five to eight, we're like, well, what, do, what does everybody do? They go, ah, oh, we all go down to Port Plaza or Lee's Landing and drink before we're gonna go back over. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, let's go do that. Uh, Big Head Bill D also says you were there for the anniversary party as yes, well. Yes, we were there for the anniversary party. We had a great time. And I'm sorry I missed you because I was looking for you. I was. I was like, Big Head Bill D here? And everybody's like, who the fuck is Big Head Bill D? And I'm like, his name's Billy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think uh, the owner told us that you were not there that day. So we stopped looking. But we had a great time. And uh, we spoke with the owner. She invited us to come down and do the podcast. I'm going to try and make it happen at a pool party before the end of the season. So we'll keep our fingers crossed, and uh, we'll get down there. Uh, they're a little less expensive than the Corral, so it'll be worth it. And plus, you know, it's right down the street from Port Deposit, so that'll, that'll, be, a, that'll be a fun little stomp around and have a few drinks before. Did you make a deposit while you were down there? You totally beat me to it, because that was coming ah, next. Great minds think alike, my friend. <laughs> totally, totally. I was, I was thinking, how am I going to... I did not. How am I going to work, work this into you the show? You know how we do this when it's our first yes, time? First it's a time recon, recon mission. First time is recon, second time is playtime. We go down there, make sure we meet everybody, Third time, get the vibe deposit, right. Deposit. <laughs> no, the second time you get deposit. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> get deposit on the second time. <laughs> so we had a good time. How, how close are we? Are we, uh, way over. Are we? We're way over? Not way over. I don't know. We not. should go. All right, cool. Guys, we're going to kick off to break. We're going to come back. We'll tackle items number two and three in the Nadia Bacotti BDSM facts that you need to know. Hey, guys. Did you check out the merch link below? Oh, you didn't want to buy anything. Was it that you didn't want your mother-in-law to find your kinky coffee mug? You didn't want your kids to find their cool-ass K101 podcast t-shirts? It's okay, we understand. What you can do, though, is right underneath the merch link is the donation link. Go ahead and click on that. You can drop us a quick, easy donation from any dollar amount you want. If you go over $5, though, you get a great little interruption in the feed. You should check it out. All that is just crack that whip. And then put your name up, you know, whatever name you choose. It says, donate a certain amount of money. And it interrupts whatever we're doing. So, that's cool. You should check it out. Um, and also, um, you know, the more money you donate, the better my chances are of not letting Sal get on camera naked. Because it's hard enough being in the studio with him naked behind the soundboard. It's just... Please don't make money.
Hey guys, Mr. Novanella Trist. I hope you're enjoying the K101 podcast so far. Stay tuned. We have some more good stuff that's coming up, and the content's great this week. Uh, what I'm here to do is to make sure that you know of a way that you can help us support our sex-positive communities by supporting our show. My favorite way, and the way we really want everybody else to give it a shot, is to check out the links in the description below. There's one link in particular, which is the merchandise link. It's streamlabs.com merchandise link. We have K101 t-shirts with the new logo for both guys and girls, and the girl one is nice. Deep V-neck makes... <clears throat> Envy looks wonderful in that shirt. Uh, we also have 18 by 18 inch dungeon throw pillows. They could work well on your uh, couch cushions if you don't mind having, you know, you can, you can do them on the couch. Just turn them around because the backside's white. Or you can do the 15 ounce coffee mugs. So there you go. Check out the link below for merchandise. Hey guys, did you check out the merch link below? Oh, you didn't want to buy anything. Was it that you didn't want your mother-in-law to find your kinky coffee mug? Hey guys, just wanted to make sure that you can get in touch with us whenever you need to. On top of finding us on nonvanillatrist.com with the contact us page, we always encourage you to reach out to us on Twitter. Find me, Mr. NVT, at Mr. underscore NVT. You can find Envy at SillyKitten815. If you're looking to get in touch with Sin, it's at Sin, S-Y-N, underscore Kitty. If we were to look around the room, our main producers, at KMFB Mike 102 at Wall Street 711. And if you were looking to get in touch with Veritas, our video producer, at Veritas, underscore I, underscore M. And if you're looking to get in touch with Chapin, our community podcast interactive producer extraordinaire, it would be Sarah C. 517. And then if for some ungodly reason you need to get in touch with Sal, it's at engineer underscore Sal. All right. Back to your regularly scheduled debauchery. that in Myrtle Beach, the kids at the... Where are you then? That's not it. That's not it. His charisma can be seen from space. He wants parallel parked a train. He's on the upgrade list for flights he hasn't even checked into. He's never had to make a reservation for Valentine's Day. His blood smells like cologne. Hurting him only makes him more desirable. He's won the same Lifetime Achievement Award twice. His former landlord uses him as a reference. Bikers walk their motorcycles past his home. They also get tattoos of his face. He's never had to rely on mistletoe. And Tom Brady was overheard saying, Oh my God, Mr. MVT is so fucking hot. Ladies and gentlemen, K101 welcomes back to the microphone, Mr. MVT. And we're back. <laughs> so during uh, <laughs> my back going on. 
hurt. It actually did hurt. <laughs> it's like I was trying to do this one part. I was like, ow, god damn it. During, uh, during break, I was telling his happy pet that uh, I was at Myrtle Beach last week for everyone at Sunburn. But uh, by the pool they would have in the afternoon, a DJ who would do contests for the kids, and the kids had a backpack dance competition. So, oh, God. And I immediately thought of you. Like, <laughs> that would have been so funny. Because I'd have been like... Mm, well, the best part was after the backpack dance idea. competition, all the adults got up and they had a Macarena competition. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it, at least the kids get the good ones. You know. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you I thought you, I thought you were getting ready to say something while you pointed at it. Nah, he, he just doesn't want me to talk. That's <laughs> he's, pulling, he's pulling up that a weapon in his arsenal. Yeah. Still, see, you know what it is? It's, he's trying way too hard this time. <laughs> He's overcompensating for something much. Hey guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. Okay. I am your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trist. And Chapin's telling me she's got something to say. Go, go, oh, I have even more to say. All right. Okay, uh, Big Head Bill D said uh, that he had a previous engagement with a friend. Okay. Uh, they will. He will be there at your next trip. Awesome. Kinky Kitten says, we visited the corral last Friday and had a good time. Looking forward to meeting you and have been listening to your podcasts. Thank you. Uh, Kamikaze Tom Said hello, Glenn, Bill, and Kitten. Mainly listening only as I'm doing some work at the same time. It's okay. And I'm sorry if I if I mispronounced this name. It's Nihong Poor. Says good evening. <laughs> Just chilling and ter- tell Veritas I made it. And Stinger Switch is in the chat as well. Ooh, There's a story switch. there from that. I right, see so you, Mr. Poor. Domum so, just uh, joined us and too. And Domum's joined us too. Damn, we got a great show tonight, guys. The chat has more people in it than the than the actual yeah. studio. And I think that's a first. Yeah, right that's there. that's an unusual Dude, thing. That's, that's unusual, guys. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. I guess that means Sal should get naked then, right? So, no. 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 no, no, no. Hashtag keep clothes on Sal. Thank you very very much Chapin Jesus. do me a favor ask ask Kinky Kitten if she has cats and if I can see pictures of them I would appreciate that <laughs> just just put them right up there in the chat I'll, I'll look at yeah. I'll show her if, I'll show her mine if she shows we need pictures. a big monitor like right here now. yeah so when Wall Street's there he could just watch what? cat memes you you know, for a yeah. show yeah. it would at least keep his head facing a camera <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that was the theme on Harrisburg Polyamory in our Facebook group it was like Kitty Wednesday so everyone just put up kitty pictures it was just Beautiful. See, That's yeah, all it was. It's gorgeous. Just we beautiful, need, we man. Need a video screen of just cat videos and porn. <laughs> Wait, can I can I have my own rider? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, you're gonna anyway. Guys, we're going through 13 facts about BDSM <laughs> from Nadia Bacotti. If you haven't checked out. The, uh, the video, yeah, go to the BDSM Part 1 list on our video chat. After we're done today, obviously. Don't uh, go now. Code, yeah, don't go now. We got we got so many of you at this point. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but uh, point number, point, it's number, point number five. Five. Uh, but it's the second. Point number the, five. It's the second. It's like tennis, you know? It's, you, you, Deuce. You know, there's matches. And Advantage. Deuce. Advantage. <laughs> love. <laughs> so much love in tennis. Uh Point number five, it's not all about sex. Um, and I think that's probably a what? that's probably a big misnomer. It's about um, kittens, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of Lots pussy. and lots of kittens. <laughs> yow, yow. I have my kitten onesie at home. I will bring it in next time. Oh, I can't wait to see that. that. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> it could just be because it's hot as balls in the studio and I'm overweight. But I'm going to go with it. It's probably because he's talking again. No, uh, it's not all about sex. Uh, a lot of it is power exchange. A lot of it is communication. I mean, I think communication is really sexy. 
uh, the more you can openly discuss these sorts of things, um, the, the better off your sex life is going to be in general. So, you know, as soon as you're having those, those, ooh, no, we can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. That makes the whole spanking and the tying up. and the I, 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 It makes it all better. I think sex I really is absolutely what pulls people into this time. I'm sure it does. Like, nobody went to see Fifty Shades of Grey for them not to bone. Like, that's at least yeah. the guys. Um, <laughs> they were disappointed when that <laughs> happened, right? Damn it, they're doing um, that again. Doing again. Um, <laughs> I'm so not going to beat you with this. not yeah. why we got into this room. Not I can do all. this in the other room. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just came for the flies. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Can you beat a tuna can? Can that... <laughs> Yeah, it makes a really high sound. It's yeah, really, like, a, really like an old Plink. DJ. Plink. Wiki, wiki, wow. You know, I, I will say from personal experience, easily 80% of the time I've seen it does not end in sex, nor does it really contain anything. I would say, well, let's assume we're not calling CBT sexual. Uh, let, let's just going to say, dude. Otherwise, it's 100% sexual. I, I, Every I, time it's sexual. I, I, I um, think... I, I, there's that whole sensation line. Yes, and that's what that it is. It's about the power sexual and sensation. Yeah. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about this when we get into the BD7 Hollywood, but um, there's an erotic element, which I think... Yeah, I think there's an erotic element it. to all of it. But it's but not doesn't a... doesn't have to be penis and vagina. Exactly. Penis yeah. and it doesn't vagina have to be, on right. vagina. It doesn't right. have to be sex. It doesn't have to even have to be oral sex. Right. It could just be, I spank her ass, and she's wet at the end of it. I yeah, mean, it's, it's the yeah. power play. Yeah, yeah. Power yeah, that, dynamic. That, that, that power dynamic can be very, very arousing. And Such. the letting go, that that losing your inhibitions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's one of the things, Andy. That, and Andy, if you're paying attention and you want to call in, I know you're not feeling well, so don't make yourself sicker by calling in. But I think that's one of the things that Envy has talked about before on the show, where she'll say, you know, when I'm giving up that control, it allows me to be dirty. It yeah. allows me to do these things. It's it's you're justifying these things in my head that I want to do that I've always been told I'm not allowed to do. I think it's great at silencing all the other voices in your head, not just the social norms, right. but the grocery list, the laundry list, you know, the, oh, yeah. the constant Yeah, she can't hear the grocery list when I that you it. <laughs> <laughs> Eggs, eggs, eggs. That's just yeah. no, we're talking about her eggs. We're talking about eggs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eggs and cucumbers. Um, <laughs> Eggplant. Eggplant. <laughs> um, the term I use is, is primal. When I'm seeing, it's, it's, I'm able to your point, yeah. his happy pet, get rid of those inhibitions. And it's yeah. almost results, I almost kind of devolve into an animal state. Yeah. And all those thoughts and feelings and concerns for that time frame, it's it's gone. And I can just unleash, for lack of a better term, that beast within, just give into those desires and not have to worry about it. And I think that's part of the primal, too, is you're yeah. in the moment. If you're primal, you're not planning for the future. You're very much surviving in the moment mm, and experiencing fuck. the moment. Mm, mm. <laughs> See, I have a big problem with letting go in the middle of a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I get distracted very easily, mm-hmm. and I almost need that sensory sensory deprivation. I was gonna say, have you tried a blindfold? Because that would I haven't for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I only tried that when I very first started in the lifestyle, and that was probably at least ten years ago. You want to try my headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say head? <laughs> but, uh, before I head? forget, uh, Kinky Kitten says she has six kittens. Oh my Woo-hoo, god, that's she's it. single. Yeah. He's out of here. No, she's not. Apparently, oh. no. No, she's she's not single. <laughs> But she that, just put, it's, that just means it's more of a challenge. No, it's not more of a challenge. She was at the corral. <laughs> <laughs> she did put her FetLife 
uh, link in the chat. Oh. So you oh, can yeah. add her. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Kittens and coffee? Kittens and coffee. It's <laughs> like a good cafe, actually. Oh, sounds like the Skype's going. All right. Chapin, you got that right? Yes, right, it's good. loading. Okay, it's loading. It's not loading. I believe we have Opera Phantom 3380. Opera Phantom 3380. Well, you have the... It's Stinger you have, Switch. Stinger oh! Switch! Oh! Oh, How are you doing, darling? new, boo. Hello. How are you, honey? I am good. I just wanted to call and say hi to everybody Aww. since I missed it this evening. What's your excuse? Yeah, why aren't you... There is no excuse. Oh. I work at 6 a.m. tomorrow. How's that for an excuse? Uh, I'll, I'll buy that. I bit. have to be up at 4.30. That's not an excuse. Ooh, okay. hey, I'm yeah, going to give you a better one. Envy and I are leaving for Florida in the morning, and I'm driving 21 hours. Come Drive on. me a fucking river. <laughs> Do you feel the love, Stinger Switch? I love you very much. <laughs> I, I, I love you, honey. At least someone does. Honey, you know I we do. all love you. We're just giving you shit because you're not Hugs here. Hugs and that's kisses. Why, that's why we give you shit, because we love you. Yeah, if we, we weren't giving you, you shit, you'd be worried. <laughs> if we're polite, it means you haven't fit in. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Hugs I just wanted to call in and maybe listen in. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> so, guys... BDSM is not all about sex. Uh, Stay your switch. You got any thoughts on that one? Uh, it's absolutely, absolutely true. I agree with this 100%. Any personal experiences you want to share? Yeah, have you even had sex? Stop it. Why do you do that to her? <laughs> Give me I a whip. hanging up, and I am blocking all of <laughs> Wait, I was on your side. <laughs> we were with you. So you got to understand, like, I was the youngest of two. I never had a younger sibling, so I'm going to say this on the air. She's kind of like the little sister I always wanted, so yeah, I got it. Yeah, actually. Oh, gee. Yeah, no! Uh -uh. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah? Yeah, I love having her around. I got two little I, sisters, and she's nothing like that. I am like the older sibling, right. so now I'm like, oh, no. She's cool. I, I could choke my little sisters out, and it wouldn't be the good kind of choking. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got excited. Because <laughs> I want to choke my sisters, or... <laughs> That's like, that I think it was just, it was just that a choking shouldn't thing. be working at all. <laughs> hey, don't kink shame. Don't yeah. shame, bro. You're right. No don't kink shame. shame. <laughs> no judgment. Look, I'm an old white guy. I got some privilege. Leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> privilege or problems? Oh. Oh. I think it's the same box that you checked, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, back on track. Back on track. All right, back on track. Back on track. Where were we? All right. What are your thoughts Stinger switch. She just says she agrees. Yeah, but give her details. Are there details? Expound upon that. Um, I am only really sexually attracted to females but i would potentially play with a man go on because if there wasn't like sexual contact if it was only like a scene with like flogging or something like that i'd be down for that it doesn't have to be like a big sexual thing you know? now is do you consider cock and ball torture sexual contact jesus <laughs> i'm just saying like maybe we should have a conversation the stripper didn't I, I, hey I, I got a man i can volunteer too come on <laughs> I'm not volunteering for cock and ball well, torture. No, I know that. Neither am I. Somehow I knew you were going to respond to that. I'm right there with you, man. Huh? I, I like my voice it. right where it is. Thank you very much. So do I. So do I. Wait, 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 wait. I can hear it now. And we're running a video tonight. Veritas. Hey, how you doing? Uh, my voice cracked on the phone yesterday with a client again. Yeah. Oh, really? It, it, it happens at least like two or three times a week. I'll be like, thank you for... I'm sorry. <clears throat> thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> 38, my voice cracks. I love it. <laughs> it's never happened with you and me, like, talking. And we talk a lot, so... <laughs> all right, guys, so... Uh, Stay or switch. Are you good on this subject? We can move forward? Yeah. All right, cool. Guys, uh, the next talking point that she has... 
or that, that, that Nadia Picotti goes over is subs are not powerless. Um, and I think this is probably something if you're just getting into BDSM or you're considering BDSM, uh, particularly if you're the woman in the relationship, you you kind of shy away from it because you think, you assume subs are powerless. And, I mean, I did. When I first started, like, I when I was doing my initial reading, I was like, they get to do all that? Holy shit, that takes a lot of... That takes some gumption right there. That takes some balls. I don't care what gender you are, what sex you are. That takes some balls to be able to do that stuff. I don't know that I can do any of that stuff, which is good because I identify with all the stuff over here. Yeah. So, <laughs> I am. I so it works out for me. But, yeah. but being that I have one, two, three, at least subs in the room, talk about it. Sorry. Do you want to go first? No, you go first, because oh. i got to think about what to say. Okay, that's the other problem with subs in the room. No, you go first. No, you go first. No, yeah, no. Just, somebody make a decision. Yeah, you make a decision and go oh, first. Pressure. This happy pet, go. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I think if I had one, it would move. Uh, <laughs> Day night's going to be awesome. Oh, next week. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so, I'm not going to be there. We Fuck, forgot to put a tarp down under his happy pet. Shh. So, in well, talking about <laughs> the the subs having the power, I think. Um, no, seriously, you made me totally lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> subs having power. Subs having power. Subs having power. You and I were talking about the um, stigma that's associated still with collars, mm-hmm. and how many of us opt for a day a day collar that we hope is more subtle and only people in the lifestyle will pick up. Can we pause for a minute there? I just want to say I'm super jealous that that's not a socially acceptable thing for men to wear day collars. I'm, I'm, I would love to wear a day collar, and, like, I don't know how I could not make that look bizarre I'm, I wish it were socially acceptable for women, because there's... I can barely get by, get by with a kilt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you look good in a kilt, though. You got those caps. But um, I <laughs> think... They, you really... You rock the kilt. The, um, there's an awful lot of people... I'm very self-conscious with my collar, because there's an awful lot of people that I see look, and they give you the look, like, what, you know, is this abusive? Are you a slave? Um, and, and I'm not shaming people that enjoy that kind of a relationship, but I think there's a lot of preconception that if you are wearing a collar and you are a sub, you are a floor mat. I think yeah. that's still a huge stigma. In and, 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 I, and I think that's one of the things that we should do as a community more, uh, especially when we're trying to norm- – I mean, let's face it. The podcast is here so we can normalize a lot of what we do so people can people can come out and explore and learn about the lifestyle. These are the things that we should be telling people on a regular basis. You know, this if, – if my wife is wearing a collar and we're out and she's being submissive to me – and we get looks all the time. Oh, I know. Believe me, <laughs> I get looks. <laughs> you know, we're, I'll go out to a, we'll go out to a restaurant, and she'll just kind of wait and look like, "Where am I sitting?" And and I'll be like, "Where there?" And the waitress will stand there, or the or the hostess, or the host who brought us out will be like, "What well, just happened?" We, I didn't Can't say breathe, anything. Right? We stopped at Turkey Hill on the oh, way man. over, and and I waited for Veritas to let me out of the car. And of course, as I'm getting out of the car, and I have my collar, the I don't know if you noticed the chick standing behind the counter with the crossed arms and the one I can't put my oh, eyebrow oh, oh, oh. up, but the one eyebrow, and I'm like, look, take your 18 year old judgmental shell self and step off here. But it, it was it was. And then I saw her watching when we went back because she was waiting to see. So when I stepped to the side for you to get the door, you could just see her like. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll that. touch on this a little more when we talk about BDSM in Hollywood. But so you, stay tuned for that because yeah. if you the, remember the that scene in uh, the first Fifty Shades movie where they're 
negotiating and filling out the contract. I gotta be honest, I tried to blot out most of that scene. Because well, you know, really one thing I thought off. is really interesting is that in that whole scene, it's all the sub will do this, the sub will do that, the sub, blah, 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 blah. Nowhere in that contract does it say that Dom will do this, that Dom will do that. And it's, 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 yes. it's thank there you. There we go. We got her back. <laughs> that made her take us off mute. It's, it's a two way street, and appearances make it look like the Dom has all the power, but the sub. The, the Dom does not do anything that the sub explicitly does. Doesn't says they have already the say they want. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think the idea of the safe word has, and I and I get that it is to prevent harm, but I think it also has a context that there has been damage done, and I'm going to call my safe word now. And I, you know, and it's yeah. it can be a psychological limit. It can be it can be I've got to go to the bathroom, limit. so we need to take a break for a minute. Yeah, here. exactly. Like a safe yeah. word is nothing more than I I need to take a knee. It's a yeah. traffic. We're, yeah, we're give, gonna, me, give me a second. I gotta yeah. I gotta. Which is why we, we need one of those Hollywood yellow green. Things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, and I get it. Safe words are supposed to be. And I'm just going to kind of go off on a tangent here. So you know, don't at me and shit in the comments and stuff. Um, Please don't shit in the comments. <laughs> yeah, don't shit in the comments. <laughs> Not again. Again. <laughs> um, I, just I, brings I, flies. I get it. Safe words are supposed to be words that that are clearly words like like your like your your safe word is supposed to be something that you know banana hammock and like, what the fuck is going on over here? Shit, something went wrong. But it's I'm speaking in tongues. Exactly right. <laughs> See, I can't have a complicated I, one because I, I forget. I, I I don't like that. I would rather have something that helps us stay in scene and preserve the scene. Mm-hmm. So when envy's envy's yellow word. We, we we got rid of the red, yellow, green. Mm-hmm. And this is just for us. Again, don't at me. You know, if you're new, stay with the red, yellow, green until you figure out what you like. Um, we we use mercy as a, you know, mercy, sir. It's like, yeah, all right. See, I, that's a good back. idea. I can bring it mm-hmm. back a little bit. What about words like deeper? Probably not. No. No. <laughs> that's, not, that's a good green word. That's a good, good green word. Yeah, that's a good. Yep. Uh, no, green. green is good. And what the hell are not safe words? Yeah. <laughs> See, as a brat, I thrive on absurdity. So when I just scream banana in the middle of a scene, it seems normal. I mean, it means stop. But if I'm like, banana, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's all right. That's fine. It fits, you know. I'm also, we've talked before about a lot of subs have a difficult time articulating. So I think the green word didn't work as well for us yeah. as, as much as Veritas checking in and saying, what's your safe word? Just to make sure I still can say my safe word right. and I'm good at my safe word because it's... It takes me out of scene to have to ask for things. See, the, the asshole in me wants to like You're make an like I know surprise. <laughs> surprise! I'm an asshole. Um, but I the, the asshole in me wants to make like this really ridiculous word that's a nonsense word that doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. Like Envy and I have our words, mm-hmm. so you know we'll be playing in a thing and we'll make like you know you know banana hammock. That's her green word. So, so, <laughs> smack, smack, banana hammock, banana hammock. <laughs> and everyone else around goes, "Hey, what the hell's going on over here?" <laughs> that should be the word. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 you didn't do the whole... right number of syllables. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole getting taken out of the scene, I totally get that. Doll is super sensitive, and she checks with me. I. Uh, I scream, did you hear me say banana, more than I actually say banana. And mm-hmm. it's the, like, I, no, I did not say the safe word. Get back there and do your fucking job. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's like, you will know when I want you to stop. Now How get at me. Yes. <laughs> I totally top from the bottom. <laughs> I can't picture that. Chapin, you got something from the comments. Yes. Uh, Domum says that I use gentle for yellow and gentle sir 
for red. Oh, that's oh, good, that's honey. Good. I like that one. Nice job. I really like that one. But for me personally, I kind of do like the green, yellow, red, mm-hmm. just because we learn it so young in life. Yeah. And if someone well, it's is so young in your experience, <laughs> yeah. no, you shouldn't be learning this young in life. No, no, no. I don't mean. <laughs> I don't mean as safe traffic word. Right. thing. I, I mean oh, traffic oh, light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We learn that as a child. Yeah. With you, yeah, yes, we knew. exactly. Thank you, you to yell at me. I just want to make sure saw we knew what we, we knew what I was talking about. But um, we learned the traffic light system yes. very young in life, yeah. So that even if a sub is deep into subspace, yeah, or re- age regression, yes, they can still mm-hmm. rely on that system. Yeah, a very basic for communication. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful if your subs from New Jersey because they use blue. Oh, they use blue, yellow, and red. So that may get a little confusing. <laughs> or Delaware. They have two different color greens out there. So. And Jersey, their lights go like this, not like this. Yeah. I yes. think they just want to be fucking different. Yes. <laughs> we have to read right to left. Moving on. Moving no, on. actually, we're not going to move we're on. Off the Does rack. anybody else have anything else for the subs aren't powerless? I do. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say about people like judging the lifestyle from the outside looking in, assuming that subs don't have power or that it's automatically abusive if there's like some really big restrictions like, I know someone who's in a relationship and is in a dynamic where she can't make eye contact without her girlfriend's permission with another human. Yeah. But that's what she wants. That's how she wants it. And when I was using that as an example in conversation with somebody, they went, oh, God, that's so fucked up. And I was like, no, but you don't get it. That's how she likes that's it. That's what she, she wants, yeah. I, I could see that as incredibly problematic because that is like the first telltale sign of abuse. So I can understand yeah. someone from the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know their dynamic that could be a huge yeah. red flag. It, 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 yes, it, yes. And, and I think that, I mean, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying those two people are doing a disservice to the community, but they're certainly not helping dispel myths yeah. by having things that yeah. way. Um, yeah. But that said, other their friends should be able, I mean, if they're going to have that dynamic, I would, I, I personally would encourage them to make sure that they're encouraging their friends who understand that dynamic yeah. to that thwart those misconceptions yeah. when they yes, are absolutely. observed because they're yeah. going to be observed. It's almost way. like yeah. those submissives who are really into pain and they want yeah. bleed. They want to bleed and they want to bruise. Yeah, they want to like, bleed. They want to bruise. Hey, it, it, like, like if that was you yeah. and Doll and you were at a club and that's what you wanted and yeah. you wanted to make sure that you were yelling. Well, I'm thinking more those like... Those of us who go with you... Yeah need to make sure that we are also your advocates when other yes. people are sitting there judging you from across the room with your kink shame. And kink shaming is out there. And, 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 you know, it, that's part of our culture. Like, shaming for other things is part of anybody's culture. So, so Pretty Tied Up has uh, Factor Five, which is a blood clotting disorder. And uh, it's genetic, and she got it from her mother, and her sisters have it. And um, basically, it causes her to bruise incredibly easy. Mm. So when she subs with her dom, right. um, she, bru- she bruises like nobody's business, and she wears those things like a badge of honor. And I remember when we first started dating, like the running joke was like, I'm going to go to jail because people think I'm beating the crap out of you. Yeah. Because yeah. everywhere we go, we call, we call her like Miss Mysterious Leg Bruise. Because she'll just be sitting on the couch and there'll be a bruise. I'm like, where'd that come from? Mm. I don't know. Like, it just, yeah, <laughs> she'll just bump Cat a table the wrong way and she bruises. So, <laughs> but you've got to make, I mean, everyone in her life knows I bruise easily. So if you see me coming to work with a black eye, no, my husband's not beating me. It, I literally probably walked into a door and that's All what right. happened. <laughs> Go ahead. See, my problem is I get most of my bruises from my part-time job. And I wish I had a better story to tell than, oh, yeah, they're from, oh, they're from work. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Hey, thanks a lot for, for chiming in. Did we miss anything? If so, drop it in the comments. Throw it in the chat. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk about them uh, a little bit if you have anything. And if we don't have anything in the chat, then we're going to move on to our next subject. Before I let everybody roll up out of here, remember, this is a live show, so you can call in 717-925-0603, or you can chime in with us uh, with an audio call on Skype. Add Mr. Period Space NVT to your contact list or you can add Mr. NVTrist at gmail.com to your contact list and go ahead and make a Skype call in. Uh, Veritas, go ahead and kick us out for a three minute break. We're going to be right back and we're going to jump into movies. Page two. Yeah, page, page, two. page two. BDSM movies because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of shit out there in Hollywood and we want to make sure you're finding the right stuff. Go. Hey guys, Mr. Novanellatrist. I hope you're enjoying the K101 podcast so far. Stay tuned. We have some more good stuff that's coming up, and the content's great this week. Uh, what I'm here to do is to make sure that you know of a way that you can help us support our sex-positive communities by supporting our show. My favorite way, and the way we really want everybody else to give it a shot, is to check out the links in the description below. There's one link in particular, which is the merchandise link. It's streamlabs.com merchandise link. We have... K101 t-shirts with the new logo for both guys and girls and the girl one nice deep v-neck makes <clears throat> envy looks wonderful in that shirt uh, we also have uh, 18 by 18 inch dungeon throw pillows they could work well on your uh, couch cushions if you don't mind having you know you can you can do them on the couch just turn around because the backside's white or you can do the 15 ounce coffee mugs so there you go. Check out the link below for merchandise. K101 branded, and it helps support the show, and it helps promote the show. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Hey, guys. Just wanted to make sure that you can get in touch with us whenever you need to. On top of finding us on nonvanillatrist.com with the contact us page, we always encourage you to reach out to us on Twitter. Find me, Mr. NVT, at Mr. Underscore NVT. You can find Envy at SillyKitten815. If you're looking to get in touch with Sin, it's at Sin, S-Y-N, underscore Kitty. If we were to look around the room, our main producers at KMFB Mike 102 at Wall Street 711. And if you were looking to get in touch with Veritas, our video producer at Veritas underscore I underscore M. And if you're looking to get in touch with Chapin, our community podcast interactive producer extraordinaire, it would be Sarah C 517 at Sarah C 517. And then, if for some ungodly reason you need to get in touch with Sal, it's at engineer underscore Sal. All right, back to your regularly scheduled debauchery. Link? You didn't buy anything. What the fuck is that about? Oh, you didn't want your grandma finding out you have a K101 kinky mug? Your mother-in-law is not allowed to know that you have a K101 podcast throw pillow? Whatever. You don't want your kids finding out you have a kick-ass t-shirt. I get it. No, I, you know, it's fine. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's okay. 
Underneath the merch link is the donation link. Here you go. You want to support the show and therefore support the community that you belong to so we can keep doing this show? It's fine. Click the donation link. You get this really kick-ass sounder every single time it happens. It sounds... And it puts up your name. It looks really awesome. It says, so-and-so made a donation. Crack that whip. And it, it looks great. I, I mean, I think it looks great. I could, it interrupts everything we're doing. My favorite part is it actually makes Sal do this. Because Sal's, Sal's off, off camera and he goes like this. Like something magic happened. He's just, that's my sounder and it didn't fucking, I didn't do it. it I love it. It's my favorite part of the whole thing. Anyway, you, you you make the donation. The sounder goes off. It makes it makes everybody happy, and you know nobody knows any better. And you don't have any evidence around the house that outs you to your kids or your in-laws or whoever. So check out the donation link. It's right near the merch link, and you're supporting the show. And keep hanging out with us. Thanks a lot for hanging out with K101. Back to your regularly scheduled debauchery. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Ha! Fuck it! And we're back. <laughs> Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K1 on Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trist. And we're getting ready to jump in. Jim, we didn't get anything else in the chat on this? Um, any closing Any closing yes. thoughts from the chat? Go for it. Dumbum says, I bruise easily too. Once I legitimately got a black eye from running into a door. And uh, Niaj Poor says, I never even noticed his happy pet's color. Maybe I should pay more attention. If I had noticed, I would have talked to Veritas long ago. So you two... Hang on, I got this. Niaj, Nia, you got to lift your eyes a little bit further up. Just, just <laughs> hey! <laughs> <please. laughs> Alright. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Guys, uh, so let's talk about it real quick. Um, there was a Reddit thread a couple weeks ago that was introduced to our... that was introduced in our production meeting um, about Hollywood, and, and, and it was making its round. It actually gained some traction in BDSM advice and BDSM... Uh, just the BDSN. There's a bunch of forums on Reddit for this. So it really made its rounds, and it was why does Hollywood vilify, or does Hollywood vilify the BDSM and fetish communities? Those are open. Um, and and I, I absolutely they do, because it's it's not hard to look at all of the examples of bad movies, but. That brings me to a point where I go, between the CSI episode that had BDSM in it and there was an NCIS episode that had some BDSM in it, uh, Netflix had its new show, Bonding, that I liked, but it it still had its own issues. I mean, the community itself kind of lost its mind on a couple things. Um, Yeah, and I didn't think it was so much about BDSM as just the friendships. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, How is it if we have... Such a large, and let's face it, our community is large. It's it's at least two to three percent of the population, and it. I'm going to go. It's a lot bigger than that. 
to be honest. I mean, I, I just look at our local That's population. That's what he said. I, I look at our local population. Yeah, I know. It's like, I've been telling her. I've been telling Mandy this is yeah, for the longest time. I don't know how she, I don't know how she does Size does not matter. Yes, it does. <laughs> tell that to Congress. Yeah, tell that to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other shit. Check Wait. out Scott Will Kill You, the Domcast. Hold their conversation we need to have. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. We have a new person in the chat. A new person oh in the chat. Well, actually, not new to us, though. Oh. Nurse G says, I like bruises. Nurse oh. G, how are you? I see you were not underneath the table today when I got into the studio. So. <laughs> and Nihajpur says, I like the Lucifer play party on Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, that was good. See, that one was relatively accurate. That one was one where I was like, yeah, right, I'm done with that. <laughs> there was nothing misleading or... Or derogatory. Yeah, but that was a sitcom. You're 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 comparing yeah. dramas to sitcoms and the way they approach. I, I don't care what genre we're talking about. I, fuck, porn gets it wrong. Well, porn isn't realistic anyway. Exactly, which is my point. Like, how do we find something that that mean? Why why do they get it wrong so much? Really let's simple, let's just really have that conversation answer. real quick before we get into what our favorite movies are, because we're going to tell you our favorite movies, and then we're going to tell you the movies to stay the fuck away from. And it rhymes with Fifty Shades of Grey. Really simple. Really simple. <laughs> so subtle. So subtle. I have one comment. Go ahead. I also know Bones did an episode for BDSM. Oh, I thought she did Bones. <laughs> and you're probably going to roll your eyes at me on this one, but Supernatural also did one. Did I feel and like every episode the one, of them involves BDSM in some aspect. The one scene I love Hellraiser is... Hellraiser was all BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> the scene I love is that a dominant came down the steps towards Dean... And said, "What's your save word again?" I fucking lost it. I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> There's lighting above you. Try not to knock it out. And flies. We and need flies. <laughs> Lord of the flies up in here. Criminal Minds did a swinger episode. That was actually pretty good. Too. Did oh. they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. The guy was basically. I'll give it. I'll tell you later. Right. I don't want to give the episode away. So, so why? How do they fuck this up constantly? I mean, look. Let's face it. Holly Weird's out on the left coast. It's on purpose. Why do people watch NASCAR? Mm-hmm. For the Iraqs. <laughs> I'm convinced if BDSM was portrayed honestly, nobody would watch nobody it. Would watch it. Yeah. Yeah, because it would it. it would either be you're into it and it's normal, or you're not into it and I have no interest and it's boring. Right. I think some of it is they don't bother to do the research. They just go by things that they've heard, and I hear footsteps. Um, footsteps. Tiberius. Footsteps. Tiberius. Come on, Tiberius. It's not going to be Tiberius. That's going to be nerdy. Oh, I, I know who it is. That's going to be nerdy girl. I uh, know. Well, and You'd ha- be wrong. As as studio. How you doing? Looking lovely. How was the spa? I didn't know you guys were coming today. Surprise to me. Happy fucking birthday to Mr. MVT. I knew. How did you know? Because she texted me and told me she was coming. You didn't share. Yeah. No, there's a host, you Shame. know. <laughs> you can reach out sometime. <laughs> Mr. Beer Kid, how you doing, sir? Reach out and touch someone? I, yeah. Reach out, I touch floor. Sorry, lower. <laughs> I'm reaching out. <laughs> Don't even try it. <laughs> okay, you say it, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That I didn't, didn't think come it was out that... right at all. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't think it was that kind of show. Oh, wait, lower, lower. wait, it is that kind of show. <laughs> lower. Yes! <laughs> all right, uh, Beer Kitten, Mr. Beer Kitten, we are having the conversation. Why does Hollywood fuck up so often the BDSM community? And, and just in portraying us accurately. 
Because that's that's the thing. I don't care if it's the Hollywood or I don't care if it's the comedy genre. I don't care if it's a drama genre. I don't care if it's a horror drama or genre. Just, just let, let's let's be accurate in the description. Well, they're probably not hiring experts. They're, they're just doing what they think this is. Exactly. They're not hiring. They're not they're not going out on, on you know the newspaper in Los Angeles saying, hey, we need some, need some expert in BDSM. Right. They should. Well, but they're, yeah. just, they're just doing what they think that is going on. I mean, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. That would that right. basically well, what what happened there. They they sought no type of expert advice on that. They just did what they thought was yeah, the, the the author of Fifty Shades came out and said she did zero, zero research. Yeah, but violent cells, dysfunction cells, honest sex cells, sex, sex cells. cells. Yeah. If yeah. you made a movie about wholesome BDSM, doesn't sell, and it was, it's a it was movie. just about submission. And honesty and service, and there was no sex. And With lots of communication and no conflict. And the second you say safe, sane, and consensual, you take off all the TV interest. You know, we'll, we'll get into this when we talk about Professor Marston, but like, I love that movie because I'm in that lifestyle, but I can see like the only parts people who the outside that they would enjoy were the sex scenes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like the rest of it, it's like a pretty boring. Romantic right, drama. Right, so hold yeah. that part. Go ahead. I have to say, not just Hollywood, but I've read a lot of fan fiction, and a lot of the BDSM fan fiction writers have obviously never done any kind of research no. or even experienced the lifestyle because the stuff is so off the walls that it throws up the red flags immediately. Okay. Um, I just don't think people actually take the time to do the research. But it only throws up the red flags for those who understand. Exactly. But the the audience who thinks like the art the author does. Or is it the is erotic lit piece though? You know the that you know the the consensual non consensual. I think that's part of it too. People playing um, or appealing. I shouldn't say playing, but appealing to that factor. Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys. Uh, you're hanging out with the K one one podcast. Just on the off chance. You didn't know what you stumbled into. Um, and I wanted to say thanks a lot for you hanging out. Uh, if you're in the chat or you're with us live right now uh, and it's your first time here, uh, do that whole hashtag new. We're doing that. We're going to start a new thing. Hashtag new in the comments or drop a drop us a note in the chat. Let us know that you're here. Um, if you have something that you want to have questions about, uh, you can more than happily call into the show because we're live tonight, 717-925-0603, or catch up with us on Skype at nvtrist at gmail.com to your contacts and then you can go ahead and call in and Chapin will make sure that you get on the air with us. Um, We're here for you. We're here to support the community. Can I interject something? Absolutely. Especially in that voice. You may do whatever you would like, please. Twice. It moved again. It wasn't Veritas this time. Talking about Hollywood, I just saw, well, actually we just saw Rocketman last night. Rocketman. And this was just my own sheer ignorance, but um, apparently they portrayed uh, gay sex the right way for the first time. Oh, yeah? Really? Yes, which um, it was surprising because I I did not know. Uh, But it was just just a different perspective, and I really enjoyed that they brought a sense of realism to it. Awesome. That's awesome. Now I'm curious what the right gay sex is. Yeah, I am too. You can't leave us hanging. You gotta. Missionary. Missionary. Really? Oh, okay. But if huh. you think about it, it makes sense. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, well, I'm thinking the first time I pegged, we did missionary. That actually makes a lot of sense. It's more intimate. It is more intimate face-to-face. Just, yeah. Just 
You know, I try to learn a new thing every day. That is that, my that, thing. Yeah, I was going to say that's my new thing because that's my new thing. I didn't. I didn't know not missionary sex was bad because. Well, I think because of I think because of the mechanics, because it's anal sex. I think people just naturally assume it's doggy style. I did. Yeah, I did. That, yeah. That's my favorite way to do it with the chick who has the vagina. Head down, ass up. We can both watch X Files. Her favorite too. So why is it the wrong way? Oh yeah. I do think anal sex missionary position is a little bit more comfortable. However. So that makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah, I do. Yeah, mm. from from a dom perspective, it's 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 also you know you're able to gauge better uh, depth and you know expression. Right. Plus, you got the penis right there, so you can kind of do the. Hmm. Yeah, I can reach things better. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm learning shit. Yeah. <laughs> right way. Hang on, you're drooling. You got a little. You got to mop up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're good. <laughs> anyway, if you had, hey, if you know which way is the right way and which way is the wrong way, let us know. Well, there's no in right the way. I was talking Thank to you. the people on the camera who well, are joining us Well, now I want to know the right way to have like lesbian sex. Is it like? Angles, you know what? Or? You know what? Let's let's get into that. One of, what, you want to yeah, just yeah. get into the movies? HD. <laughs> I had one comment. Yeah. Go ahead. One oh. comment. Um, uh, Nurse G, I, I said, um, Nurse G asked, is Sal naked? No. I commented, <laughs> hashtag keep clothes on Sal. Hashtag keep clothes on Sal. She replied, hashtag take clothes off Sal. Delete no. that comment. Watch Delete the, it. Moderate the, that shit. Quick. <laughs> Podcast will empty. <laughs> there we go. Swear to God, if I find out he's wearing that burlap thong, I'm not having it. Hey, you know, we can only see from the table up. For exactly. We have no idea what's going on down there. Just, just wait till I get underneath the table. Size does not oh, 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 oh. That sounds like a challenge. That's the second time she did that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good that. Do I have to keep a running list now? <laughs> Got a dry erase board over there? You need one? I'm get on my knees for this one. <laughs> So, so let's dive in. I mean, do we have anything else that we want to say about, you know, Hollywood being assholes and not doing it right? Or do we just want to get into the movies that we like? Because there are examples of movies that are good. Um, oh, here's one. She's gone from suck to blow. That, oh, no, not <laughs> so much. Other, other than there was a menage a trois in that movie, and it was fine. Yeah. There was a menage a trois in that film? Yeah. The Doubleman yeah. twins were in bed with the president. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> You can just ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> Let's go, go play with your putts. Charlene and Marlene? Uh, yes, Charlene and Marlene. Absolutely it was. I'm Charlene. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Just chew your gum. Just chew your gum. Just chew your gum. <laughs> so, um, favorite movies. I, I think... All right, so we found a list, and, and I'll have to throw it in the comment. You know, I, I should have put it in the video description, and I didn't, and I apologize for that. I'll make sure that I put it in here for the future. Um, I'll, I'll just adjust the thing. Uh, there was a list that we found on Reddit in one of the BDSM uh, forums of a person who rattled off a bunch of movies they suggested were good movies. So I sent it to the production crew, uh, I'm going to say, what, a month and a half ago? A month uh, or and ago? I probably didn't Four read Four weeks it. ago, because we was wanted it? to do right, this so two weeks ago, and we're all like, we didn't do our yeah, homework. Yeah, we didn't do our homework, so... <laughs> All right, so it was, we four weeks ago, it was four weeks ago we did it, and uh, and I, I, admit, I have to be honest, I watched Professor Morrison and the Wonder Woman almost immediately. Um, it was easy to get. It was, it was it's on Hulu right now, it's right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. Um, 
And I thought it was a great story for a couple different reasons. One, it was a great story because, it, in my opinion, it's a great story in the fact that it portrays sex-positive lifestyles accurately in a time in a galaxy long ago, far, far away. <laughs> Back, uh, was it in the 30s, 40s? Uh, it t- starts in 1928, and then it wraps up in the mid-1940s. Yeah. So it's about 15, So, yeah, we're, we're back in the 30s and 40s when this was, this was not cool. You know, like, there were there was a lot of people in the more majority wagging their proverbial finger from atop the mountain of righteousness. Um, and it turns out your favorite feminist superhero Wonder Woman is a bondage queen. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she Shocking is. Shocking with the rope of Hestia. How, yeah. can, how can you not? <laughs> yeah, which well, compels you to do whatever. It compels you to do, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of nice. I would What's this? Thing for all the wrong you're going you're gonna to put the, the rope right on me and I have to tell the truth and communicate? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that kind of sounds like our relationship. <laughs> do I have She to is a superhero! <laughs> but um, I really liked, I really liked that movie. Um, thoughts? I loved it. I mean, I wrote a write-up for the poly community because um, it's it's as much a poly movie as it is a BDSM movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I gave it I gave it four out of five stars. The two things I did not like about it was the historical inaccuracies, which like for, like they lied about shit you don't have to lie about. Okay. Um, really stupid stuff. Like in the movie, they meet at Radcliffe College, uh, and they actually met at Tufts University. Like I don't know why they had to make that shit up, but for some reason they changed the university. Um, and the other thing that I alluded to earlier is they really kind of played up the sex scenes, which is part of was part of their relationship, but mm-hmm. it was a minor fraction. And um, well, I, I think you're going to have that minor fraction. I mean, I think sex is a minor fraction of most relationships. Right. If you're going to I mean, if you had to weigh it right. all but out, right? But my point is, though, like they, I think they they portrayed it more than they needed to. It, it kind of okay. I don't want to say they hoarded out. But it was like, ooh, two women and a man. Let's get some people in theaters. Like, that's what kind of bugged me a little. It made it seem like... Because there's still that perception um, among people uh, outside the poly community that you're for, that if you're in a triad, and to be honest, um, there's a good number of people who are in triads uh, who are doing it for the wrong reasons, that it's just a crazy sex fest. All right, so l- let, me, let me offer just a little bit of pushback then. Can you let it slide on this movie the way you let it slide on Fifty Shades... Hey, well, that's as, why lo- as long as we're as long as we're still in the mainstream, right, right. the community can go. For yeah. those who just showed up, we can go. Hey, I know well, you're that's new why to the party. That's why. But I, yeah. You, you know, break, take, that's why I'm giving it four out of five. Back a notch. That's why I'm giving it four out of five. Oh, I did, I, um, right. Other than that, is the, you're the, just you're you're just so mean. I, I, I would am. absolutely give that I'm four and a half. I'm an INTJ. The J stands <laughs> for judge. It's what I do all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than, it was, other than that, I, I, the research I did outside of the movie is the story was incredibly in line. Everything that happened in the movie pretty much happened in real life. Right. Uh, very heartwarming. Uh, sad. I won't ruin the ending, but you know, I kind of almost cried towards the end. But yeah, there, think, were, there were a couple times where I was like... I haven't oh. seen it, so don't ruin it. Um, oh, but I, God, I think it portrayed both polyamory and BDSM in a very, very positive light. And the one thing I loved most about it was... Um, I'll talk about the historical fact without ruining the movie. But um, William Moulton Marston, who's the guy who created Wonder Woman, right. he was a, a Ph.D. in psychology that he got from Harvard University. And uh, his partners were his wife, and uh, whose name was Elizabeth Marston, and Olive Byrne, who is a senior at Tufts University, uh, who was in his class uh, that eventually became his research assistant, and the three of them formed a relationship together. Um, 
but he was uh, really big into what was called disc theory. And disc right. theory is a study of, um, it stands for dominance, uh, inducement, um, submission, and uh, compliance. compliance. And yeah. his argument was that men tend to be stronger, brawnier, do what I say or I'll beat the shit out of you. That's the D and the C. If you dominate someone, you get compliance. Uh, if you tell someone they have to do something, then they're going to do it, but they're not going to be happy about it, and you're going to get suboptimal results. His argument was, and this he was almost like one of the first feminists out there. Yeah, absolutely. His argument was women are much better at the I and the S, which is inducement and submission. Women will induce men to do things, and then men will submit without even realizing they're doing it, and then you get much better results. So he created Wonder Woman as kind of this female icon to both teach girls that there's someone you can look up to, but it was also was a message to men that, hey, women can be powerful without controlling your life. Uh, they can yeah. they can have a role in society where they have their own strength, but that doesn't mean they're taking strength away from you. Which is why I think I, I really love this part of this movie in this instance, because w- when you tie that into BDSM, submissive women are very powerful, if you ask me. And I think he was kind of in his own way trying to pull that out a little bit, trying yeah. to trying to teach the you know trying to shine a light in a very dull place. Well, if, if you look at the two women in his life that he based Wonder Woman on, mostly it was based off of Olive, um, right? But his wife did have some input as well. This there's a scene in the movie that oh god, I, I wish I could screenshot it and show it to the world when um, he first starts this relationship with his wife and Olive, and the wife is very torn because obviously she's more uptight and hoity-toity. Right. There's actually a scene later it, it, on, it, it, she kn- yeah. and she knows without giving out spoilers. Yeah. She knows going this extra step yeah. is way taboo. Yeah. There's actually a scene where they start to get into BDSM, and he's tying Olive up, and the wife has a hissy fit. Elizabeth, she's like, "I can't believe you want to do this," and she runs off, and then he follows him, and the guy who runs the dungeon is like, "Well, we know he's the submissive in that relationship." So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but there's a scene towards the beginning where. Um, he's talking to Elizabeth, and she's like, why do we have to go down this path? He's just like, like, do you love me? Yes. Do you love her? Why? And he says, because she's caring and beautiful and honest. And she's like, well, why do you love me? Because you're strong and independent and a real bitch, and you challenge me. He says, between the two of you, you're the perfect woman. Yeah. And that is polyamory in a nutshell. Yeah. It's that you don't need to find one person who is your everything. You find bits of people who are part of that and incorporate that into your life. It was like, oh. Yeah, and 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 and, when, and and you and if you know how to do it properly, right. and you're doing it in a healthy manner, and you're doing it with lots of communication, and you're doing it in a manner where there's not it's not spiteful yeah. to one or the other, and you're not pitting one against the other, it, it, or it neglecting be, one, or neglecting one for the other, um, it, it, and 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 it's not just it's not just from the perspective of the guy who's trying to have both of these women because I think Elizabeth Marston had the same thing. Oh, she, she, just, she absolutely had the same thing. She just had to come to it on her own terms. And which, that was part of it. Which is another reason why I think this was such a beautiful story. And, and being a bisexual woman in the 30s was not easy. No. Um, I don't want to ruin the ending, but I will say that um, of the three of them, Professor Marston, he died first. Yes. After he died, Elizabeth and Olive stayed together. Yeah, they together. stayed together. Until Elizabeth died, Olive eventually was no. Olive died first in 1985, at like age 80 something. Elizabeth lived to be a hundred. Wow! So even after the professor died, the two of them stayed together for a good time period, and because he was the father of four kids, two by Olive, two by Elizabeth, right. and they basically co-parented those children through the adulthood and all that. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. Very progressive for World War II era. Absolutely. Go ahead. Jake. Okay. Uh, two things. One. It 
I wanted to clarify, it is Professor Marson and the Wonder Woman. Yes. That's the title, and it was produced in 2017. Yes. And one of my favorite scenes was, without giving away too much, was the scene with the um, lie detector test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that scene. Yeah. And a couple of scenes following when the three of them finally really did come together. Yeah. I thought that was so beautiful. It really was. It really was. <laughs> but yeah. the, Just tiny tidbit, and it's not really a spoiler, the guy who created Wonder Woman also created the lie detector. Yeah. Well, I, well, see, that's one of the little minor things. He didn't actually create the lie detector. There, he created a prototype. There were it, it, to say he cr- created the lie detector was like he created the wheel. Like many people were working on different prototypes, and his was one of the early ones. But other scientists, but he didn't patent his. He didn't, yeah. right? So which people, is, built, which is, and, people and, and eventually I think they wrote that. They wrote work. that into the story. Yeah. He didn't patent his. The knowledge needs to be for everyone, and maybe that was just the way they kind of got around it. And yeah. Um, Another really neat tidbit. It's so much about... This just shows how much the character is in these two women. Because you couldn't... Um, obviously, polygamy was illegal. It's still illegal today. But um, he was a fi- he was formally married to Elizabeth. 1931, three years after he met Olive, he married her. And because... A wedding ring would look suspicious. Because uh, they all lived together. And the cover story was that Olive was the... Uh, originally, it was that Olive was Elizabeth's sister-in-law. And then they changed it to Olive was a widow who they had hired to, like, nanny the kids. Right. Um, but the way that Olive showed uh, her commitment to them is she went out and she had, like, two white gold bracelets that she would wear. Yes. Almost like wedding rings. Mm-hmm. And those eventually... Yeah, those ended up becoming those eventually Wonder, became Woman Wonder Woman's bracelets. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was, it was, it's a really... Look, guys, it's, really it's a great movie. It's a great story. If you haven't watched it, Professor Martian and the Wonder Women, in my opinion, out of the list of the stuff that we discussed in the production chat... Probably my favorite movie when it comes to when it comes from Hollywood producing a sex positive movie about the lifestyle that was accurate. It was just accurate um, in its own way. I mean, it, they they didn't get into a lot of the BDSM parts of it, which was okay. Yeah. They, they they touched on the rope stuff every yeah. once in a while. They touched on how much the comic had bondage in yeah. it. Yeah. But they didn't really get into what that looked like really or like what that they, worked with them. They approached it from the research and educational yes, aspect. Yes, they did. So it, for me, as a nerd, it was really neat to see, okay, BDSM's fun, I get that, but I, I want to understand why, like, what's my motivation behind it? And he really kind of delves deep into, this is why people do it. That was, yeah. that was neat for me to learn. All right, cool. Guys, um, we are close up on a break. We have about... Uh, a, well, we got a couple other minutes. We're going to do one more segment, so that'll be another 20 minutes. Uh, Veritas, uh, if you can kick us out to break when I'm ready uh, or on the queue. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the movies that we have. We'll go over mostly the ones that we don't like and the ones that you think might be good ones that you've been thinking, man, this is a great movie. I really like this. And you're you're probably wrong, and we'll probably you're get probably wrong. We'll probably, we'll and we won't be shy about telling yeah, you yeah, that, right? huh? Look, no, it's, it's not that the movies aren't entertaining, it's that it's, they're inaccurate. because you suck, and we're yeah. going to move on. No, it's not that you suck. WWE is entertaining. That doesn't mean it's real. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? So, um, and, and guys, if you're paying attention, it's your first time, you like the video, make sure you click that like button, make sure you subscribe, make sure you mash the notification button so you don't miss any more Hit of our that content. Button hard. Smash that <laughs> Smash it. Smash, smash that smash button. That make button. sure you know where it is for <laughs> and then uh and then make sure if we missed a movie or you guys have a movie that you want us to talk about before we end the show go ahead and chime in in the chat or or write it down in the comments if you're catching us afterwards if you have something that you want to talk about or you think we've missed something call in 717-925-0603 catch up with us on skype look in the description below the video description should have all of our contact information veritas break 
about going to a broadcast partner of the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster? At scottwillkillyou.com, you can listen to the K101 podcast as soon as it's available, before it streams up to Stitcher and iTunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on. In addition, you'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You, and The Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com Because Scott will kill you with content. Yeah, dick. Woo! I am wet, horny, and ready to fuck. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. And we're back. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I hope you're having a great time. Um, I wanted to make sure that we mentioned our sponsor tonight, Dodson Designs. Um, some kick-ass leather work. Am I right? Yes, and I Word. forgot. I meant to bring some of our beautiful cups, and oh. I didn't tonight. I, you know what? I'm, it's okay. You just thank me? Cause I will. <laughs> uh. Yeah, where's, where's, the, where's the fly squeegee? <laughs> I don't know. That kind of scares me. Um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. They've actually just finished making me a full outfit for the corral, so if you'd like to see some oh. of Dotson Design's handiwork, there's the collar and apparently So here's the problem. I, I gave um I told uh uh Naughty Desires, I said, Hey, you wanna, you know, get a collar for me and she just went ape shit. She's like, Okay, hey, we're gonna get your collar, we're gonna get your cuffs and you know, like, <laughs> All this, so I'm getting texts from him. He's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "Talk to her." So apparently, it's pink and embarrassing and all that crazy shit. So oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fun. It'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I didn't say funny. I said fun. Oh, I. I I think that's a Patreon Patreon uh, premium right there. I I don't know. Or or you could come to the show at the 29th at the corral because he'll be wearing it live. I'll be wearing it live. There, somebody's gonna take pictures, please. Not there. Oh, well, like, out in the parking lot. Out in the parking lot. We're going to record the podcast, so I'll make sure Wall Street's on camera at some point. Thank you. you. With my Not Today Jesus t shirt. Yes, and your Not Today Jesus t shirt. And your pink cuffs. Oh, my my goodness. Pink cuffs and my pink collar. (laughs) So, I think the kitten onesie should be in there someplace. Dodson Designs. It's it's Dodson, D O D S O N, hyphen, designs.com forward slash. Adult K101. Um, that's where you want to go, and you will find some Fabulous. fucking impressive handiwork. Fabulous. Badass leather work. Um, so you can get some good quality cuffs, good quality outfits. Good. I mean, the man's just a fucking genius. And he, he'll customize everything. He's a genius tanner. Just, yeah, we'll just customize He actually made my last like. set of cuffs, too, and they're very good, comfortable. Comfortable? Yeah. He's asking all these questions. Do you want, like, sheepskin or leather or fur? I'm like, I don't know. Just Yeah, but ask me again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the submissive. Can I hear like, the list again? You make these decisions. <laughs> That's what I said. Talk to Naughty Desires. I don't just whatever. I just have to wear it. I'm not supposed to be making choices. <laughs> 
So uh, Dotson Designs will actually be, he, he's going to be one of our sponsors and affiliates. So we're going to actually get a whole thing made up for him. And I'm going to actually gonna do a spot for him. I can't wait. So this is, this is my first time hearing about this guy. Uh-huh. Um, does he's, he? He's in date night. Oh, we talk about okay. him all the time. Okay. You just did, don't realize did, who we're well, talking no, about. I, I, know, I recognize the last name, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what he did. Mm-hmm. And now, does he do, do things up at the uh, Renaissance Fair? I don't know. It's a question. I, I've, I've seen him do some because, very because armor. Like, I've, yeah, I was going like to say, crossover. I've, seen, I've seen armor. Without, and out with, steampunk. Yeah. Without does, giving away his whole life, steampunk. this is like a second career for him. He was a teacher for a long time. Gotcha. Just the last 18 months, he decided to quit teaching. Okay. And Good for him. This, and he has so. a gift for it. Oh, my oh, gosh. Awesome. Yeah. Really I have a beautiful purse, and he does tablet covers. I mean, it's not cool. If I send you the the picture of the collar he made, do we want to throw that up on the feed at some point? or? Absolutely. Some free so I, I, I would say send it, send it to me, and what I'll do is I'll just I'm I'm actually he gave me a bunch of high res stuff, so yeah. I'm okay. going I'm going to create a, a, a thirty second forty awesome. second spot just for him, so we can run it on the brakes. And how much is he paying us for this? No, I'm doing it for him because he, he does. He's, he's done great work. <laughs> no, no, you know what it is. It, he's a good guy. It's, it's, he's, he's, he's a, a, very he's a great guy. guy. But he is a terrible businessman. He's a friend. Of, he's a friend of date night, and and he does fantastic work. And so many people on date night rave about his stuff. He also paid the so, shutters you know, in my house. So, it, it's you know. part. It's part of that. Wow. Well, let's yeah. just help people in the community. So we'll just keep helping people in the community. And he's one of our people. He's one yes. of our peeps. So I think he's a little unassuming too. I don't think he quite. Very unassuming. Appreciates his talent. No, I don't. Yeah, he's very humble. So, guys, uh, we're wrapping up the which of the Hollywood movies that portray BDSM are our favorites, are our favorites, <laughs> which ones are our favorites, which ones are the ones that are not so much our favorites, and which ones should you avoid? Let's just get the avoid ones out of the <laughs> fucking way. That's list. That's easy. Fifty Shades. Don't even pay attention to it. I'm not saying the stuff in Fifty Shades doesn't happen. Unfortunately, it happens all too often. Um, in my personal opinion, while some of the activities are accurate. Yes, there's dungeons. Yes, people get tied up. Yes, there's spanking. Yes, there's flogging. Yes, there's fucking. Yes, there's blindfolds. All of that great stuff. The premise of how all of that comes about in Fifty Shades is the most abusive story ever. For example, if it wasn't a billionaire in a helicopter and a dude in a pickup truck in a trailer park, motherfucker's in jail. He'd have been arrested. It's that simple. <laughs> My favorite part is after they see him for the first time and he just dumps her in a bed and leaves. Yeah. yeah. That's so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the aftercare in that? Where's Thank the aftercare you. in that? Right? It's well, so and there's apparently a- it's $2 billion just sitting around a fucking room. <laughs> Who needs aftercare when you can just wipe your ass with $2 million? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... A little hoity-toity and very much abusive. Don't fucking do that. Don't use that as your examples. Uh, the next one that I had that was thumbs down uh, on our list, it's a, one of the ones you can find. If you do, I, I went, I literally did this when we put it up in production meeting. I said, all right, this is what we're going to do. Um, I looked in Netflix. I just searched BDSM. And then I went to Hulu and I searched BDSM and it gave me, whoop. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a, there's a library. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm doing when I get home tonight. Yes. So I, I, went, I went through. I did. I, I did it with BDSM. I did it with kink, and then I did it with bondage. Um, one of the words, or one of the movie titles, out here. one of the I know, right? One of the titles that came up was Bound, and this isn't the Gina Gershon one from what year is that? Not from the night. It wasn't that one. Uh, they did another movie called Bound in 2019. 15. That it, Hulu said 15. 
Did it? Yeah. All right. Like, maybe I remember. Because I, I did a Google for Bound 2019 and came up Bound 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Anyway, um, again, just like Fifty Shades, the sex scenes may have been accurate, but I'll be honest, I got 18 minutes into the movie and went, nope, yeah. and I shut it off. Go ahead, Chief. Okay. I did watch the entire thing. All right. Incredibly abusive. Yeah. However. The sex scenes were hot. The sex scenes were hot, but... I felt like I was watching Skinamax. Very much so. (laughs) However, it turns around. The ending is fan-fucking-tastic. Is this not the fucking? No. Oh. You sure? The ending is amazing. Okay. It's like, yes! Yes. Okay. Because... Maybe I'll make myself watch to the end of that one. Or you could just, just fast forward. The, the, the tables. Right, just watch to the end. Yeah. yeah like the porn. tables turn. Like about like porn. If, 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 if anyone's seen, seen, right, anyone seen more than four minutes of a porn, seen more than four minutes of a porn, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need two hours to watch porn. No, no, no. you don't need. To. <laughs> <laughs> about two thirds of the way into the movie, the tables turn, oh. and it's great to watch. Okay. And Doma Mamora says, "Don't forget about the story of O, oh, the secretary, and the." two gore movies. All right, so Secretary is on our list. Um, I liked Secretary when I first watched it, when I was just getting into BDSM. Um, I thought the James Spader character was really cool. I thought he was relatively accurate. I thought the Maggie Gyllenhaal character was nice. I loved the dedication. And then someone changed my mind on it a little bit when that one list popped out that I'll, I'll link tomorrow. Um, the begin- I, So I went and rewatched it, and the beginning of Secretary is a little abusive, and it brings up the old tired trope that the only yeah. reason the main character is into BDSM is because she's got a mental problem. Somebody's broken. Yeah, somebody's broken. Um, and, and, and that is a tired trope, but... <sighs> I felt by the end of that movie, though. It, oh, by the it end of the movie, they absolutely that. squared that up. Yeah. And and but but I th- I think that's one of those things where back when Secretary first came out, I mean, James Spader still had fucking hair. All right, so that's we're going way we're in the way back machine. So, and he was skinny too, which he looks more like me now. So, I'm I'm with you guys on the yes, it was portrayed wrong by today's standards, by any standards. Sorry, don't at me. Not interested. That's um, at Mr. Envy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Underscore Envy. <laughs> make sure we're going to... If I'm going to get it, I make sure I get it right, because there's going to be some guy out there be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> fuck me, run it. Um, it, it. I think in the 90s, early 90s, when, when did Secretary come out? 91, 92? Somewhere in there? I wanted to say early 90s, but I yeah. suck at numbers. When it, whenever it came out, I, I think that's about the best you were going to get out of Hollywood when it came to being accurate. And if you look at it by the rest of the standards of I – mean, you put it up against every other Hollywood movie. Go ahead. 2002. 2002. Yeah, I was going to say, it can't be early 90s because Maggie Hall's my age. So if it was early 90s, she would have been like 11 in that film. Yeah, all right. Too old. It is Hollywood. <laughs> oh, fair and what the fuck do you do with me? <laughs> He just treats you like six 11-year-olds. Six 11-year-olds, yeah. That's about the right math there. Thank you, Wall Street. Ouch! And you still suck at math. Right. <laughs> you know, I, want to get a, I do want to get a little bit of a chat fight with Dom. I'm surprised, uh, Story of O, that she believes that's a good prediction. Um, funny story behind Story of O. Um, that was one of Pretty Tied Up's favorite books, and I actually bought her the DVD for Christmas, our right. very first Christmas together. Ooh. 
and I made my mom wrap it, which was made for an interesting conversation. <laughs> I bet it did. Um, yeah. Uh, I, it, 15 She's years going, oh, since I've seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I almost said her name. Yeah, you did. I said pretty, I went, pretty tied up on it. And, uh, but anyway, so I, from what I remember from that movie, it was very much a Fifty Shades. It starts it out like yeah. this woman yeah, very much. Taken to a castle and it's like strip naked and yeah. put a ring on your vagina and do that. Like there was, was no abusive. I don't like conversation. It, yeah. it was just you're a slave now. I don't really tell me if I'm wrong, Domo, but just that was my impression of it. Yeah, and my impression was well, I can't say my impression without spoiling the ending, so maybe I shouldn't. But I thought it was abusive. I I think it's okay because yeah. we're talking about it in a bad light. So yeah. knock and yourself knock yourself out. Rip this one. Actually, let, before we get to that one, let's finish up Secretary. Um, I I liked I liked Secretary in the long run. I think I think it stands up against all of the other movies that come out there. I'm not saying there aren't better movies like Professor Marston. Yeah. But when it comes to certainly by the end of that movie, I mean, let's face it, not everybody gets into BDSM with the right mindset anyway. So there's going to be some mistakes, there's going to be some pitfalls. You're going to learn some things that you may not have learned or that you may have had some miss you know, mi- mis- I almost miscorrected an assumption. Miscorrected. <laughs> wow. Would you, would you, would you, you say... Some incorrect assumptions about, you know, what it is. Would you say it's like bonding in the fact that the bar's down here? Yes. So it's yes, like, it's not much. perfect, but it's still miles above anything else. Well, and have. the ultimate relationship, I think they both grew, which whatever yeah. type of relationship you're talking about, isn't that a healthier relationship? Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe they both did come from bad places. It, 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 I'm one who judges movies, but at the end, was it entertaining? And to me, Secretary was absolutely entertaining. So if you have to drag me along through the misinformation so I stay involved in the story... To get to the end as to what it actually is supposed to look like, I, I think that's I think that's fair game. I think that's fair play. You know, people may come from bad fair places, but I always play. come in good places. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Is uh, there a bad place? To so, do that? so secretary, I think is the middle of the road. You know, the beginning of it, Confession. not very accurate. The end of it, absolutely accurate. So, uh, so Fifty Shades Bound. Um, go, go on with story vote. Does anybody else have anything else on story vote? Yeah, you, you were going to say how much you hate it. Go ahead. I, nobody, well, nobody shaved their bush in that movie. I'm going to point that out. That was kind of creepy. And I read it the was, book, not Well, not well pretty sad I've read the book. That's mm-hmm. why she wanted the movie. She uh-huh. made me watch the movie. And it was clearly 1970. Uh-huh. A lot of, <laughs> lot of bush Very 70s. Very 70s. <laughs> I hated in the book that... Um, Am I allowed to say how it ended? I don't want to ruin it. Go for it. Go for it. Hey, spoilers. You're not going to watch this shit anyway. And if I'm remembering the book correctly, because it's been seven or eight years. Netflix or Hulu, no one's renting that shit anymore. Doesn't somebody get shot at the end? Well, the the woman dies and nobody cares. She's disposable. Yeah, she's totally disposable. And and so it was totally dysfunctional to me. Who tells the fucking story? I don't. Do you remember how she dies? I know she commi- doesn't. She commit suicide. I think she does commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. and nobody that, cares. That totally turned and me. She's I was like, just, I'll never I know. read this book again. I finished the last couple of pages and I was nauseous. Like yeah. this is. Ugh. I hated this. This has nothing to do. It's like you know, Fifty Shades. Some of the erotic scenes were like, oh yeah, that's sexy. But if you talk about the actual relationship, like, oh my god, that sucked. I was furious. When also, I read they it. branded every one of them, which like is not bad per se, but they were clearly like being branded against their will. It wasn't. It wasn't like, may I brand you? It's like, get over here. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. was it yeah. consensual, yeah. non-consensual? I don't know. Like I was the reading movie the book. Didn't make it look that way. Okay. In the book, I kind of felt like. Uh, the women agreed to be mm. in this situation, but, but, but ultimately, when she committed suicide, they, I was, the way the movie, the way agree. the movie made it look was like 
they didn't and this is why it's so important because consent is such a tricky issue it, and this, it, yeah and this is something i've personally struggled and grown with over the last couple of years we assume that if someone doesn't object that implies consent and that's what the movie was they're doing all these things to women well they're not complaining so they must like it there was no we need to portray in tv and movies and books healthy conversation the yeah. the ex, we can't have implicit consent we need to express the explicit the Yes, you may do this, or no, you may not do that. Get, making assumptions is what gets people in trouble. Let, let, let me let me tweak that just a little bit. Yes, you may do this. No, you may not do that. Hey, how about I don't like it if you did this, or I would encourage you to do this. There you go. I, I, yeah, think, I think that whole better. and I think if you if you, when we word it that way, when we word it that way, it, it becomes a lot more palatable. And therefore, we'll go a lot farther when trying to change people's behaviors of yes. saying things that way. You know, yes. I, I don't, I, I don't think I'm really like, I don't like when you do this. I need you, I need you to give me explicit consent because then you're, then you're asking me, I have to ask you if I have to do everything. We want no, to put the onus on you. You want me to do this? Tell me what you want. We want to induce. We don't want to dominate. Exactly. So. Okay. One nerdy girl. Nerdy Woo! girls in the studio. Yay! Okay. Nerdy girl, thank you for not falling down the steps. <laughs> um, two things. One, I actually borrowed the story of O from my best friend when I first got into the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then years later, I came out to my mom as being kinky. She gave me the graphic novels. I'm like, <laughs> well, it's the pictures. <laughs> she really? gave me the graphic novels of the story of O? She, she had two of the three. After you came out to her? Yeah. Were they well-thumbed and dog-eared? <laughs> no, they were oh, okay. brand new. She brand had new, them. Right the pages were um, sticky. She had two of the three volumes of it. Um, Apple tree. And there's a bunch of comments in the chat. Well, why would you wait so long, man? Because get, you were get, talking. Oh, interrupt me. Comments absolutely yes, take precedence over my dumbass. Uh, our audience is more important than us. Just run us over. Because we'll ramble forever. So Domo Morris says, uh, I agree that the story of O is abusive as far as lay people are, con are concerned. For me personally, even though I have seven plus years in the community, it still turned me on. But maybe a happy medium is only watch if you have a year of experience in the community. The movie ends much differently. And the movie came across as consensual non-consent to me, except also as fantasy. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else you got? That's, that's it. That's, it. That, that's, 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 that's a lot of comments mm -hmm. or... All right, so well, it's more like it eight. wasn't a lot of other people commenting. No, it was all, all right. With the way you worded that, I was like, "Holy shit!" There's a whole bunch of people commenting, and she's like, "No, it's just Donald Morris going on." But I've never seen the movie, but I've read the book. Okay, all right. So we're done with Story of O. Uh, Nerdy Girl, anything about Story of O? I've heard of it, but I did not. All right, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Um, where's, where's my paddle? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'll hey, help. Don't let him put that in your mouth. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know where it's been. All right, so one of the movies uh, that I found on Hulu when I did the whole kink bondage search uh, was S&M Sally. Now, look, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, this is a low-budget film. <laughs> this has horrible dialogue. And this all I is, can hear in my head is Mustang Sally, as you're saying. I'm telling so. you. We're not the only one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, just wait until next week. Just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's, there's no dialogue. There's no budget. Like literally no dialogue? It's like a silent film? Or? No, no, there's, <laughs> no, there's, dia there's dialogue. Um, the, the acting is not fantastic. But the writing was good. <laughs> now this is, a hard, this is a hard thing to juggle. How do you have a good writing with shit dialogue? 
And I don't know if it's the actors weren't good at delivering it or the writer just doesn't know how to write dialogue. I mean, George Lucas will tell you he can't write dialogue, but he can write a good fucking movie. So this is where I look at SNM. I, I forced myself to watch it. I forced myself to sit all the way through it. And I'm glad I did because the story was awesome. The story had a bunch of people going through. It, it's basically it's these it's these two girls. They're lesbians. Uh, the one girl's like, you, you've been to sex clubs. You've been to BDSM clubs. And she says, I have. And she goes, well, I want to do that. You know, like very, uh, well, anything they can do, I can do better. Yeah, very much, it was very much that. And it's and I don't want to say it's a tired trope because it, it's realistic. I mean, that shit happens all, all the time. So they go and all of the things that happen over the course of the next, you know, however long the movie goes on, it, it's, it's this person going through many of the same mistakes that new people make. Or assume if they're just being introduced to, like, if you're a new person, you're a completely vanilla person, and you fall in love with somebody who has a BDSM background, it's what you might go through. It's very accurate in what, the things that you might go through and the knee jerk reactions. So the, the writers write in the knee jerk reactions, and then the other person's like, that's not how this works. This is, I get it, you're not feeling comfortable. If you go with me and trust me, we can we we can talk about this. Let's let's have this conversation. Again, dialogue sucks. Actors not good. But I'm glad I watched the movie because if you can get past that stuff, this is a very accurate movie. S and M Sally, it's on Hulu. We have another comment in the chat. Go ahead. Uh, Kamikaze Tom says, "I'm looking forward to Rope on Amazon." I'm it's a doc- telling you, that's on my list. It's on a documentary about a woman's self bondage. All right, so. Self bondage. Boy, I'd get in trouble with that. Help! Are you right? No, are you right? <laughs> I'm I saying my safe well, word. I'm not untying well, myself. Hang on. Go ahead, go ahead. Before you get too farther down, uh, Glenn Games 360 also asks, What is self bondage? Okay. Oh, good. All right. So you Let's, might want to explain that before you get into rope. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. so, Rope is a movie. Uh, it's basically a 49 minute documentary. Excuse me. 49 minute documentary. Uh, about a girl who does self-bondage. She ties herself. She takes the time to do it. She uses... mostly decorative? She suspends herself in front of you twice in this 49 minutes and unties herself. She discuss. I mean, there's not a lot of talking in this movie. Not a lot of... Not, not a lot of... Di- I mean, there's not a lot of dialogue. There's a couple times where you can tell the cameraman... Then this is shot one camera. Like, imagine Hollywood in here with, his, with the camera that we had that mm-hmm. was sitting on that stand mm-hmm. right there that he ended up taking. Imagine him coming in, setting up a camera in this girl's living room, going, yeah, it looks lived in. Just knock this out of here, put that out of there. So you're saying the All budget right. is like $4. Oh yeah. Well, whatever. However much that camera cost, and the dude already had the stuff, um, you know, on his computer to do the post production. But literally, this girl comes in. She says, "You know, I, I, I'm doing. You know, I, I've always liked tying. I like rope. This is why I like rope. I sometimes dom. I mostly like to sub. I mostly like to be in the rope. But I'm very switchy." And she, you know, like there are a couple questions that are asked, but you don't hear the questions. She explains the answer, so you know what the question was. Is it kind of a teaching on how to it's a, rope yourself? It, it is no, 
No, it, it is a documentary on how she came into being into rope and how much she likes being in rope. So does it get into the history of Shabari or anything? Nope, nope, no. She, she talks about the books that she, she liked, the books that got her into it, how she got into it. Um, most, of the, most of the video, though, is her in her underwear, self-tying. She does two different chest ties, and then she's got, a, she's got an anchor point on her ceiling, and she hoists herself up, and she goes. And wasn't bad. I mean, it was, ac- it was absolutely accurate. So it's a great little documentary. I, I got to be honest, there are people on YouTube that do this sort of movie all the time. I think it was just someone took the extra time to do the post-production on it and turn it into an indie film. I think I'll just get the book. Eh, you, you, not a lot of words in that book. It's, no it's a page turner. One, two. And you're stroking dick while reading. <laughs> so yes, uh, Kamikaze Tom. Uh, Rope was a great movie. If you haven't watched it, make sure that you do. I, I highly recommend that one. And the girl's hot to look at, too. Picture pages. Wait, that's Bacazi, <laughs> isn't it? I miss picture pages. Picture pages at the Joe Park. He's still my dad. <laughs> uh, other movies on the list. Uh, Belle du Jour, 1967. Didn't get to watch it. I don't know it. Uh, apparently, the, the the guy who wrote the original list that says this is a great movie says this is an absolutely great movie, and, and it was released in a time that. Mm, I would be, think by the sixties because they're all about free yeah, love. Well, yeah, young. I think the free love that that really sparked the the swinger community, but BDSM and bondage was still. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you're twenty years off Wonder Woman, people burning their comics. I think. You yeah, know, the, the, the 60s, it was... A, so if you, I, I if you can't be with the one you yeah. love, then love the one you're oh, with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so I, I haven't watched Belle de Jour yet. Um, so sorry about that. Last Tango in Paris. Nope. The, the biggest issue with that uh, when it came to kink was, you know, Brando rapes a girl anally. Um, and the greatest part about it was, you know, he used butter as lube. And people how, how, were just how like... considerate. This was well. They were like, oh, yeah. "His butter, how kinky is that?" And I'm like, "Dude, he's raping a woman anally. That's not a. It's a. It's a. It's a really bad scene. So yeah. don't last. Last tango in Paris. That's not kinky. Um, nine and a half weeks. No one. Didn't see it. I haven't seen it. Thoughts? Um, it's an abusive movie. I mean, that, that's another movie about abuse. You know, it's a consent. You've never heard of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the, the nice thing about Nine and a Half Weeks was it, it started to make the whole... I think the, the advent of Nine and a Half Weeks with Mickey Work and Kim Basinger was hot chick, grumpy dude, um, rebel. She shouldn't have been with him. She breaks the rules. They end up having kinky sex in the kitchen with food, and people went, whoa, food sex? And... <laughs> Back to the book. Back, back when she was young, like way young, like pre, like pre Batman. <laughs> yeah, we're we're talking wow. pre criminal, what is it, criminal, LA criminal minds. Like confidential, sir. Yeah, that was that's early too. Yeah, no, it, it, this was way back then. This this was kind of her breakout role. Uh, the, it, the sex scene was, you know, a lot of people loved loved the sex scene and thought it was hot. It's okay. Um, I mean, hey, you want to cover Kim Basinger and chocolate syrup? I'll go lick it off her today. 
I mean, I'm fine with that. But it, the rest of the movie, abusive relationships. So I think that, that that falls very, very clearly in the Fifty Shades of Grey category. The shit you see might be accurate. How they got there, not so much. Not so good. Yeah. <laughs> when you said Kim Basinger and Mickey Rourke, my mind went to Kim Basinger and Mickey Rooney. I don't. Oh God! I can't get that out of my head. Now. Hey, I need consent for that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, oh. The last one I have uh, in my list is Below Her Mouth. That is a lesbian movie. Um, it, it's an LGBT movie. The girl's a roofer. She's hot. I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> the girl's a roofer, she's hot, and she has a fling with a girl who's engaged. The sex scenes are amazing. I definitely felt like I was watching Skinamax, but the uh, the story of processing you know my mom found out I, I had a thing with a girl when I was in when I was in middle school and I wasn't allowed to ever see that person again so I just kind of yeah I just kind of stuffed that into a corner that's where the guys meet their gay lovers yeah. it's Bible so, so it's a you know I, I stuffed that into a corner and then <laughs> I moved forward with life and now I'm engaged to this guy and you know but now I found this and I really like this so it's you know it's kind of a eh it, it, it's a tired story, but it, the sex scenes are great. So. And it's accurate, so I appreciate that, sex too. Go ahead. Domo Memoris says, don't forget Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I was trying to forget Eyes Wide Shut. I could never finish that. I, remember I that tried movie came out. It, it was like, times. oh, my God, it's X-rated. It's You can see her boobs. and it's. Like, yeah. I was yeah. finding myself fast-forwarding looking for the X-rated part. I, I, have so like, honest, I haven't I, gotten I, there yet. Ready, I have to be honest. I, I'm <laughs> like, where are they? <laughs> I'm looking for Nicole Kidman's boobs because yeah. there aren't a lot of it. They're, so no, they're you've not. You've really got really to look hard. Now, I'm not saying, Nicole, if you show up. Well, she's very sexy. You don't have boobs. The first time I saw her topless, I'm oh, like, just she's clearly let, uh, a... What's the letter before A? She's one of those. <laughs> what's that? What's the letter before A? She's she's that cup. Yes. Space. <laughs> Space. She's got two nipples. One of them's an any. <laughs> oh, the poor woman. She's, she's a, right? Because yeah, she'd walk out and be like, you want to see him? I'd be like, fuck, fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> that is at Mr. Understood. <laughs> Oh, do we have anything else? Ugh. Anything in the chat, Chapin? Uh Glenn Games says, saw Nicole Kidman in The Upside. She is still a hottie. I, I'm yeah. not. Hey. She's good looking. Well, yeah, I, I would absolutely fuck her with my mom and Envy watching. <laughs> yeah. I would have no problems with that. So pretty tied I don't think up. Envy would either. Pretty tied up. Has yeah, a, Envy would not have a problem with it either. We, pretty tied up and I have a joke. Whenever I see an animal I want, I say add it to the list. So she has a list of all these wild animals I want. I'm going to make a list of women Mr. MVT would fuck with his mom wife. Because I think we're at about 30 at this point. You're going to so. need a bigger yeah, list. Exactly. <laughs> I, think I, I think I need a sounder for that. Yeah. <laughs> Ver, Veritas is going to have to introduce you to the rocket book. <laughs> 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 so, are we good? We're good. Are we good? Everybody's good? Hey, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. If you're new, make sure you like the sh- I mean, if you like the show, make sure you hit the like button because that helps us. I mean, if you don't want to buy anything, you don't want to hit the merch button or you don't want to go to the donation tabs, liking the video and sharing it with your kink-minded friends is always a good idea. Um, but, you know, make sure you smash that subscribe and that notification button so you don't miss when we do new shows um if you had anything that you thought we missed be it a great movie or you thought we missed a movie altogether or you think there was a movie that was shit like eyes wide shut that you should have we should have covered thank you tom by the way um 
put it in the comments below. If you're new here, hashtag new. We're gonna do that on all of our new on on uh, on all of our videos. So make sure that you do that as well. If you're looking to reach out to us, check the video description below. We have all of our Twitter information out there. If you don't have a chance to just sit and watch YouTube for an hour and a half while we do a podcast, make sure you check out scottwillkillyou.com forward slash K101. You can download all of our audio podcasts. Um, thanks to Dotson Designs for sponsoring the show. And wow, we had a great show tonight. I, I, it was appreciate, awesome. I appreciate everyone that came on. So hey, we love you guys. We'll be back here next week. Oh, announcements. I had two announcements I wanted to give out. Right. We have a format change coming up. And I don't know if we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna do it this week or next week, but we'll probably start it in July, where we're gonna do a live show. But the live show is only gonna be forty minutes long, and then we're gonna do another show for Friday, and then we're, or Saturday, depending on what day I decide to release it. And then we're gonna do another show for Wednesday. Instead of just doing every Wednesday, I think we're gonna do Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. That way, our YouTube views go up. And you guys can get new content more often, um, and our video length is more in line with how long you guys watch. Because we know it's hard to sit and watch for the entire time. So yeah, we're going to do that. Um, don't forget, we're going to be at the it. Corral on June 29th. So if you haven't been out to the Corral yet, it is a great time. Um, if you're a swinger or you're a kinky person that's interested in the swinging part, make sure you call out to the Corral, uh, thecorral.com. Uh, you, you want to spell that, please? Call ahead. Yep. Spell the K O R R A L. Do they have the a corral? Do, do they have a Twitter handle? Because I keep wanting to tag. They do them. not. Oh, poopies. No. Um, so go to the corral. That's corral with a K. Thecorral.com um, and get all their contact information. Make your reservations for June 29th. It's a Saturday. We're doing the show at 5:30. And when you make your reservations, tell them that you are with K101 and Date Night. They will waive your annual membership fees. You get a free membership to the Corral on us. Now you'll still pay for the partly or for your party fees, but still, we're saving you. We're saving you 45 bucks if you're a couple, um, 25 if you're a single lady. And uh, we're going to do the TPA show. That is to be announced. I'll probably have something worked out uh, before the next live show, which will be. June 3rd. Okay. I think that's everything. That's July, July 3rd. 3rd. July 3rd. That's what I meant. Did I say I know, June? You said June. June. But that's okay. I said June. All right. Hey, I'm glad all of you jumped on me about that. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Go ahead. Quick. Finish it Grace. up. We gotta get the fuck Grace! Out of Grace! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody in the studio. GG, nerdy girl, beer kitten, Mr. Beer Kitten. Wall Street, thanks a lot for hanging out on Randy. Andy, his happy thank you very much for filling in. My pleasure. For, for Envy, because oh, you sure did a great fucking job. Japen, thanks for running the chat and taking care of everybody over there. Veritas, thanks for running the board. Sal's, thanks a lot for taking Can care. Can I spell it? Of <laughs> the audio. She's Envy, we miss you. Guys, we'll be back on the 26th. That's next week. Make sure you tune in.
Can I smell it? 